And now we take you to Evangel Assembly of God in Tallahassee, Florida, to another powerful, life-changing message. For more information, visit our website, evangelag.org. Well, I thank God for Brother Rodney Howard Brown and the ministry of the, the Great Awakening team who came. You know, we had this week, we, we've hosted over 30 people from the River Church in Tampa, and they have been, they come as worship leaders and as, and as, and as street evangelists, and they've got a heart for the kingdom of God, and, and I really appreciate them coming, and they've helped us to blitz. Tallahassee this week with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let me just see if you're here today and you had a soul winner to approach you, either came, knocked on your door or, or approached you just, just in, in, in a public arena. Let me just see your hands. How many here? One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Thank God. You know what? We, 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 let me give you some statistics. This week, 201 Soul winners. We had, we had training every morning at 10 a.m. and in the afternoon the teams went out and they went out to FAMU and FSU and TCC and they went to the mall and they went to Walmart and they went into neighborhoods everywhere they could go, compelling them to come in. We had 201 soul winners. We had 5,031 people prayed to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. 5,000 and 31 people. And we offered free food to those who, who wanted. In fact, you know, that's the, that's the best way. When you're knocking on somebody's door, they're going to think you're a Mormon or somebody. And so we would quickly say, uh, you know, my name is Pastor Terrell Todd and, and, uh, our church has given away free food on Sunday. Thanksgiving is coming up and our church has given away free food. We want you to come and be a part of that. But let me ask you a question. Let me ask you, did you know that God loves you and he's got a plan for your life? And we just started going through the soul winning script. And we're going to tell you a little bit more about that in just a second. But I'll tell you what I want to do right now. I want everybody who went out with a soul winning team. And if you're here today and you went through some of the training, even if you only went out one day, I want you to come and join me right now on the platform real quickly. Come on. Come on. If you went out, come on and join me. The Bible says that he that wins souls is wise. Amen? Come on up here. Come on up here and just make a straight line across the front. Glory to God. And we had, we had a lot more than this because we, we had people from other churches that were a part of it. Just absolutely wonderful. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. Come on. Wow. Wow. Now, I had every intention of interviewing these guys, but you know what? We got a lot of people up here. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, this is exciting. Where's Dr. Scandameo? Come over here. Because you went out several days. You went out several days. Where all did you go? Uh, We went to the um, bus station. Well, we, we went to Greyhound first. Hudson, we said, let's park the Greyhound. And we were able to minister to about 19 uh, young school children, around 10 years old. We asked permission first. And we said, um, we, we, would it be okay if we, minister, we uh, talked about the Lord? And, and, the, and the monitor of the school said, yes, it's fine. And so we had 19 uh, 11 and 12-year-olds just bow their head. And it was, that was my first experience uh, doing this. And I was just totally blessed. Hudson was an amazing leader. And you want me to continue? And this, this is Hudson over Hudson here. Hudson right here. Yeah. And uh, and then we went uh, to the 
the other bus, the public bus station across the way, and there we we were able to miss. I was personally able to minister to fifty people, so that not for my my glory, but for the glory of God. And at the end, the the uh, uh, a person in charge with a, with a with a policeman said, "You know, you guys can't do this here, so you need to go on the um, go onto the onto the sidewalk." I said, "Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, ma'am. You know, God bless you. We we we're going to leave anyway." So then on Friday, I won't extend this too long. On Friday, we, we went back. I went with the power team in the power in the van, and they had me running. They didn't tell me to put on my running shoes. I had shoes like this from work. I was running up and down the street, but then we went back to the bus station, which I, I said, maybe we should, maybe we shouldn't. But anyway, there were so many hungry people that we went back to the bus station, and um, we ministered to a whole bunch more. And at the end, the same woman came up to me and said to me, didn't I tell you last time not to come here? And I said, oh, I've, I'm sorry, I, I'm, we're leaving. And when the, But Jasmine and Derek, the two people who I was in the middle of ministering to, said, uh, uh, Andrew, just take us to the uh, sidewalk and finish what you're doing, because we want to we we finish this blessing, we want to get blessed by the Lord. And, and that all made it possible. One one more testimony. There was three young. There was three, I'm sorry. No, it was fine. There was three. I'm trying to get out of the way so oh, I don't have right. my back towards right, all these right. folks. There was three young yeah. men yesterday who we were and the apartments right across the street over here. Who I don't know if they're here. And the reason why I'm saying this is because we promised them a cheesecake, Snickers, and Oreos. And I, <laughs> if they come today, I'm not. I'm not are they here? Maybe they're not here. Did right, you anyway. come for the cheesecake they, or the Oreos? No. <laughs> anyway, well, anyway, it was a blessing, and we and I want to thank uh, my pastor for having the vision to have Rodney Howard Brown come here because my life is my wife, my life, my wife, my child, my son. We've been changed forever, and I just want to give the glory to God. Hallelujah! 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 And who else is uh Come on up here. Yeah, come on up. Man, you, th- th- this guy, this is a 17-year-old soul winner right here, man. I'll tell you. Tell us about it. Well, the first day we went out to the bus station, I went with Dr. Andrew, and uh, it was just an amazing experience. It was the first time I went out, and I had a, my sole goal for the day was uh, five, because I was not <laughs> expecting much. And I went out, and I got to pray the prayer with 16 people. And so the next... Wow. So I went out the next day, and uh, we went back to the bus station. I said, you know what, I'm going to set my soul goal high. I said, it's better to have a goal that's high and not reach it than have a small one that I do reach. So I set my goal at 50, and I got to pray the prayer with 40 people. Hallelujah. 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 Woo. It changes you, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, sir. What, what, were you ever afraid? Uh, yes, sir. At times we were um, like there was just people that were like, uh, and then when you went, went up to them, they were perfectly fine with it, and they prayed the prayer with you. So you didn't get nearly as much rejection as you might have, huh? No, it's so not you thought as much. you might. So sometimes I think our minds tell us, "Oh, I can't talk to him or her. You know, they don't know me." But God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Somebody else. Who, who else? Uh, who else uh, went out? Who's got a testimony? Yeah, Tanya. This is Dr. Tanya Krastanova. Uh, I was in bus station and uh, I was asking God, Lord, who I need to approach. Here is Sarah, daughter of pastor's daughter. Her dad is 45 years pastor. 
She was going from early age in the church. He later, she started Bible college. He later, she backslide. And uh, her dad continued to pray all these years. If she was intellectually minded, she didn't like to accept Jesus. But uh, now her dad was telling, God will put somebody in your way, and you will accept Jesus. And she was very happy. She prayed uh, from the script, the prayer for salvation, and uh, she was so thankful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, do you always wear your sunglasses? Do you wear, always wear your sunglasses? It's in here because of the because of the lights. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Hallelujah. Who else has got a testimony? Hans? This is Dr. Hans Hercule. Well, uh, all I would like to say is that uh, yesterday, just uh, for one hour, we went out. My goal was for two or three people. And uh, together with my family, we... Uh, uh, ministered to 10 people in just less than an hour. And all I wanted to tell you is that this is a powerful tool. It's not uh, that you you just make yourself available and God will be behind you doing the, the rest of the work. Yeah. It's, not, it's, not, uh, it's not anything that is very hard. You don't need to be afraid of approaching people. They can reject you, okay, or accept you. So... Right. Yeah, and and let, let me ask you this: Did you memorize that that, that soul winning script? Um, I've done uh, prayer walking and street evangelism in Texas and Germany, but I didn't memorize it. I I read it. With, you read it. Yes, you read it. You, I read it. You, with, you know, sometimes we have to humble ourselves. Just to, okay, I'm going to read this to you. It seems kind of simple, but it's the gospel. See, see, the word that goes forth from my mouth shall not return void. The Bible says. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world, all the earth, for a witness. And then the end shall come. And even if you just read it, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit will take those words and to begin to bring conviction of sin and righteousness and judgment to come. Yeah. There was one young girl at the apartment, uh, the other apartment there, that uh, she was just going to the mailbox. And I went and approached her with my daughter. And, uh, and I just asked her simply, uh, can I talk to you? And uh, she said, sure quick question. If you die today, do you know where you're going? <laughs> she said, well, I don't know. So that opened the door for me to share with her. And uh, she promised that she will continue. She will go back to church. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody else. Who's got a testimony? Stanley. Uh, I took the whole week off uh, to go on from Monday to Friday. And on Sunday night, a Monday morning. Now, you took the whole week off? Yeah, I did. This guy is a pharmacist, okay? He's, he's usually, you're at uh, Walgreens. At Walgreens preparing prescriptions. So you took the whole week off? Yes. God bless you. On Monday morning, uh, my daughter got sick. Uh, she, got, she got a virus that's contagious. I couldn't take her to, uh, to um, daycare. And um, I said, what? I said, are, I said, are, you, are you serious? I said, this is the devil working. And then um, I pray against it. But from Monday through Thursday, I was with her at home. But on Tuesday, I had to go with her uh, to, to, an, to, to, to uh, an office to get some, um, something done. But while I was there, I preached the gospel. And people would accept the devil, you are a liar. I want to preach when I become the church group of the group. I'm going to go by myself, and I'm going to do it with the Holy Spirit. And then I went, and then people got, got accepted Christ. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Hallelujah. 
on Friday morning, on Thursday she got better, and on Friday I went with the group. And then uh, and on Sunday, God put in my, in my head 10 people. And on Friday when I went, I was at the bus station. And people, uh, I was praying in the, on the road that God can prepare the heart of people I wouldn't talk to. That way they can receive the gospel. And I went to, I went to them, and they were so receiving. You know, their demeanor was like kind of mean. But when I went to them, they were so receiving to, to receive the gospel. And they went, they went to receive the gospel. They said, thank you. I prayed with them. And they received the gospel with joy. And I got 10 people. Woo. But it's not over. It's contentious. I want to go keep on doing it until Amen. the day I die. Amen. It's a great feeling. <laughs> you know, you know, praying with somebody to come to Christ is one of the best feelings in the world. Isaiah said, he says, it's with joy that we draw water from the wells of salvation. And I'll tell you, there's a joy. You know, Jesus, after he ministered to the woman of the well, the disciples said, here, Lord, you need something to eat. He says, I got meat to eat that you know not of. It's one of the best feelings in the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Stanley. Who else? Who else? Sally? So, kind of little, but a young man was hang- I was near my car at FSU or uh, FAMU, and um, he was walking in the parking lot. And then I didn't go over to him because he was kind of far. But he came back after a few more souls were saved, and he uh, I he prayed with me the prayer of salvation. And afterwards, he said, "Well, that feels better." <laughs> I admonished him to read the Bible to get into a good church, and here's a here's an invitation to ours, and and. Um, and to not let this flame go out. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Sally, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, we bless you. We bless you. I bless you in Jesus' name. I just bless you. You say, why'd she fall? The, 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 Holy, the, the presence of God just makes you weak. That's all it is. The presence of the Lord just makes you. I just bless you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet in the name of Jesus. 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 Who else has got a testimony? Yeah, come on, Millie. <laughs> Paul, you've got one too? Good. Yes. All right. Millie, then Paul. Oh, um, all right. So I went out on Monday. I was only able to go out um, one day just because of work or whatever. And I set my goal to, I think it was eight or seven, I don't recall. And um, I was really like, okay, well... If I pray for these people, is it actually going to be, what's going to be the result? Or be they going to kind of be like, no, go away. <laughs> you know, you're kind of crazy. But it was kind of cool. Um, some of them listened. Some of them uh, did the whole crazy card. But <laughs> uh, there was one guy in uh, particular who I was able to pray for. And I kind of was more just talking to him. He was leaning up against one of the buses. And he was um, kind of just watching everybody as they went. Um, they, um, the team group that I went with hopped on one of the buses. I was like, I think I'm going to stay off this for a little bit. So I started talking to him about where he was going or because um, he was the bus driver. And then I was like, just point blank asked him, I was like, if you were to die today, would you go to heaven or hell? And that kind of scared him. <laughs> like, why is this girl asking me to do that? And so I had the opportunity to pray with him. And he was just kind of shocked. He's like, you know, I've never had any experience with religion. I mean, other than my um, Muslim friends. And I was like, well, it's not necessarily a religion. It's more of a lifestyle. And um, he was just kind of shocked. And he, you could tell that he really, really got it. And it was a really neat experience. And so. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. How did it make you feel? Um, it made me 
feel good, but it's not really about. <laughs> no, it's not about the feeling. If you didn't feel good, it'd be okay. But yeah, but it's just what the Holy Spirit does in you, doesn't it? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Paul. This is Paul. He's from Africa, and he, he's actually a part of the River Church in Tampa, and he's been here all week. Just such a blessing to us. Yes, um, we have been going to many cities. Let me tell you something. This is probably the city where most people are hungry for the Lord. Um, I spoke to close to 500 people this week. Only five people said no. Only five. That's to tell you the hunger. And many people were telling me they're looking for a church, but they don't know where to go. So really, the, the harvest is ripe. We just need labor to go out there. We are one of my most um, blessed experience was when I went to FAMU. And we see the marching band practicing. So we start to believe God for these souls. There were about 300 people there practicing. And we really have a heart for the souls. We say, Jesus, you said you don't want anyone to perish. So give us these people here. So it's always good to pray. Say, Lord, give me, give me the city, but then go and, and grab it because he already gave you the city. So we went there. We asked for favor with the, the, the coach. He never even argued. He said, please come, come and pray for the, for the whole team. And I always believe God to, to use one of those megaphones. I never use one. So they, so they say, so they tell me, grab the megaphone. I say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> and they put me on that ladder and everyone prayed. 300 people. It was so precious. They were shouting the name of Jesus. They were so excited. I'm going to give you the video. Maybe pastor will show you the video one time. It was phenomenal. So I want to encourage you, just go out there. People are so hungry. Um, they're, they're ready for the gospel, really. They really are. And many of them are telling us they don't know where to go to church. They want to go to church, but they just don't know where to go. So, of course, we invite some of them here. So keep doing that. Amen. Amen. Paul, would it be possible? Could, could, could we, could, if he goes up there now, could we put that video? Could we just show that yeah. video? Because I saw it. It's pretty amazing. Absolutely. The way that the leader of the band turns the megaphone over to him. And here he is leading everybody in a sinner's prayer. So it's, it's, it's create. Can we do that? Can you run up there? And, I'd love to show that to you guys. Amen. Come on. One second. Uh, we had a privilege on uh, this whole week to go to, to different places. And on Friday, I wanted to go to a different place. So I chose to go to a nursing home and uh, with Miss Patty and another, other groups. Um, uh, so the time for the nursing home was about two that they would allow us to go and, and, and you know, witness. Before that, we went to a parking lot, and I was uh, at the dollar store somewhere and a uh, bus station. And I was privileged to um, witness to this mother, and she had a daughter of four year old, and uh, she also, the four year old, also said the prayer. So the youngest so far I've witnessed was four year old in the nursing home. The oldest was 93. I couldn't even speak to him because he couldn't hear. So we communicated by writing on the board. So I would write down the prayer and he would tell, you know, say it. So that was uh, exciting um, to see that the nursing homes were, uh, 
you know, the people there are really hungry for God. And this particular lady, she, um, uh, the nursing home prayer, we don't actually ask them, like, uh, if you were to die today, we skip that part. <laughs> So we we say you know if you <laughs> we were trained by our trainer not to say that don't say that don't say that so we were to tell them you know uh, if you were uh, if you if we were make to heaven you know you know uh, and so this and then a prayer of forgiveness so this lady she was laying in bed her name was Joanne and um, so I was uh, she said yes and so I was praying through the script. And she was reading. When it came to part where I forgive those who hurt me, she couldn't say it. Her tears were coming down her face. It was very hard for her, I guess. I don't know what she had gone through, but you can tell that um, she had to forgive. And it was very hard for her to say, I forgive those who hurt me. But eventually she did pray through, and, uh, and she was very thankful, very, very thankful. And she had tears all over her face. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Um, during the awakening time, I went twice, three times, but one of them, it was like, um, was like, uh, God told me to go out. So I feel like I, I'm, I'm not from here. I come to visit my Sisters and sister and I came and I went to hospital see a doctor and I am taking pill for depression. So that day I didn't fail to go out because we didn't I didn't plan on going out. So um, when I was having lunch and I feel like I have to go, and I told uh, my husband sister if he can drop me off. And he came with me, and I came, and I just sit down there, just, okay, let me listen. I'm going outside. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I still have a goal. Like, I will have seven people for God, but I don't know. I said, I'm going anyway. And then while we were in the car, going all the way down to downtown in the station bus, bus station, then uh, when we arrived in the bus station to come down, at the truck, and I said, God, show up and show off, because I don't feel doing it, but if you show up and show off, I can do it. So, I, we were working, while we were working fine, everybody was looking for somebody, some, uh, somebody to talk to, and I saw a group of guys sit down by the corner, and I just walked toward them, and uh, when I start talking with them and they don't know anything about English, they speak Spanish. And then I said, okay. Then uh, I took my scripture and I told everything I have to, to tell them to understand. I do them in Spanish. And then, but what I know is how to speak Spanish. And then um, I read the prayer in English for them, the part that they have to pray, do have to answer, I read it in English, and the other part that I have to pray, I read it in English also, that just, just I told them just close your eyes and, and I'm going to pray for you. And then the last part you have to tell them, 
the, uh, that they accepted God, and I said it in Spanish for them. And then it was, they were so, it was three of them. By the time I have to finish, it was a five of them comes together. And I give them the paper and talk to them already. And they were so happy. They said, thank you. And I praise God for that because I wasn't, I, 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 I putting myself to do the job, but I wasn't, uh, feeling the way to go out to do it. It just, you have to be obeyed, obedient. When God told you something, he put something in your heart, you just go out and do it anyway. And I, I feel like it was the best day. That Amen. And I had, four, I had Amen. seven, I had, my goal was seven person, and I found 80, 18. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to share? Um, I had the opportunity to go out on the um, FSU campus, and um, there was a little girl, uh, not a little girl, but a young girl who was sitting there, and she had her earphones in, and um, and so we went up to her, and we talked with her, and we were able to pray for her, and um, what the Lord showed me in this is she was actually from Trinidad. Now, for those of you who don't know, my husband's from Trinidad, and so as we were talking, she got so excited because she had been here for three years. And it was the first time that a connection had been made from where she was from. Wow. And Trinidad, I mean, it's, 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 um, we were able to talk about the port of Spain and where she lives and all of that. And so it was just so cool because out of the whole FSU campus, God divinely aligned us to sit down and have an opportunity to talk with this young girl who was far from home to pray with her, to minister to her, and to make that connection. And what the Lord showed me is every single day, he has divine assignments for all of us to go out into the community, to go into the grocery stores. You're going to go out to eat when you leave here. The opportunity to share the gospel, to share about Jesus. And so I just want to challenge everyone here today to don't allow a spirit of fear or what are they going to think about me to hinder you from just being Jesus. Because he has divine assignments for all of us. And he's going to put you together with someone who needs to hear the gospel message. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 One more. One more. Hello. Um, during this, this yeah. week, I went twice, um, Monday and Friday. And Let, let me just I say, Nadej is a, is a nurse here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I never do that before, and I was um, very nervous when I was doing it. Um, my goal on Friday was five. We went to FAMU, and I have uh, 24 persons say yes, they want to know Jesus Christ for the Savior. Hallelujah. And, amen. I think after reading it that long, I, sh I have to know that by heart now. Amen. <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. Give these guys a big hand of applause. Thank you. You can go back down. Hallelujah. He that wins souls is wise. The harvest is white. It's ripe. But the pray for that the Lord of the harvest would send forth laborers. Amen.
Amen. Now you've got in, in your hand, you were given a gospel script this morning, a soul winning script. It's in your, you'll find them in your bulletins. And is there anybody here that does not have one? We want everybody to get a copy of this script. Okay. John needs one right here. Anybody else? Okay. We need some right here in the middle of this section over here on this section. Uh, I don't, here we go. Gil, we've got people on, on, there you go. We're getting them. We want everybody right up here on the front row too. Yeah, just be liberal with them, guys. Just go ahead and uh, and uh, here we go. Anybody else? Anybody else? Man, we're so glad you're all here today. You can tell we put out extra chairs for this service. Folks, when he that wins souls is wise. And I think what holds us back today is we get afraid of rejection. We get afraid of being misunderstood. We're afraid that we'll be labeled as one of those kind of people. Well, I'll tell you, you are already one of those kind of people. See, the Bible says we're a peculiar people, a holy nation called out from God Almighty. Amen. I want you to look at this. Here's what we did. I went out through, I planned to go out every single afternoon and I ended up having emergencies and things I had to attend to. And Thursday afternoon, I blocked out 90 minutes out of my, out of my, my calendar. I blocked out 90 minutes and I went out and we went down. I actually went over here to Fred George Road, drove down Fred George Road, crossed the railroad tracks, turned to, to a community on the left, parked our cars and just started going door to door. And, and we probably in 90 minutes, we probably knocked on 25 doors. And we probably had about 10 or 12 people that actually answered the door. If they didn't answer the door, we left a flyer in the door. But if they answered the door, I said, hello, my name is Terrell Todd. I pastor Evangel Assembly of God, and we're giving away some free food on Sunday. We know everybody needs extra food around Thanksgiving. And you know what? All their defenses would melt when I would say that. You know, before, when they first answered the door, they're looking at me like I'm some kind of weird cult member or something. But we're giving out free food, and there's, oh... They relax there. And we are giving out free food. In fact, we've got 250 bags of groceries downstairs at the close of this morning's service, okay? And it's for everybody who's got a voucher. And if you need food and you don't have a voucher, we'll try to get food to you too. Amen? Amen. This gospel is a practical gospel. But after I'd say we're giving away free food, and we talked a little bit about that, we'd simply turn to the script. Now, folks, I don't like to preach. I've always got notes when I preach usually, and I don't like to read my notes. And I didn't want, my pride did not want to read the script. But I found out I did a whole lot better when I read it. And so I humbled myself, and I would simply say, has anyone ever told you that God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life? And they usually say, yeah, I've heard that before. And so then you quickly say, I have a real quick but important question to ask you. If you were to die this very second, do you know for sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that you would go to heaven? If yes, then you ask how, why would you go to heaven? And if they answer anything other than Jesus Christ is my Lord, my savior, then you just go ahead and you say, let me share with you what the scripture says. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible also reads, for whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You're a whosoever, I'm a whosoever. So that means we can call on the Lord. Let me just pray a quick prayer with you. Turn it over, turn on the backside now. Let me pray this quick prayer with you. I'm going to say a quick prayer for you. Lord, bless, and I would, I would call out that person's name. Bless him, bless her family with long and healthy life. Jesus, make yourself real to him or her. Do a quick work in her heart. If they've not received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, I pray that they will do so now. 
Then I just ask them, if you would like to receive the free gift that God offers you, pray this prayer after me. And you, and you just do it quickly. Just repeat after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come on, you repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe that you're risen from the dead. I believe you're coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost. A hunger for the things of God. A holy boldness to preach the, go- to preach the gospel. I am saved. I'm born again. I'm forgiven. I'm on my way to heaven. I have Jesus in my heart. And then you look him in the eye and you say, as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I welcome you to the family of God. I just tell you that your sins are forgiven. You are born again. Remember to run to God. Don't ever run away from God, no matter what happens in in, in life. And then we invite them to church. Amen? That's not that hard. Now, what's going to happen this week? It's Thanksgiving week. Some of you are going to see friends and family who do not know the Lord. Some of you have been praying for 30 years. Oh God, please save this person. Oh God, please save that person. I'm telling you, it's time for you to be the answer to your prayers. It's time for you to be that you say, well, what if they get mad at me? Folks, do you know that of those 12 people that we found at home, that, that we had three or four that says, I just don't have time for this now. One person said, oh, I'm in the middle of eating. You know, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, but they were eating. But God bless them. One person, we asked them to pray the prayer, and they said, well, in my religion, we don't pray out loud. I said, yeah, but Jesus said, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you'll be saved. And they said, no, no, it's not true in my, my religion. So I said, we just let him go. We just prayed for him. We just blessed him in Jesus' name and just kept on going. See, here's the deal. When you share the gospel, you and I can't see people's hearts. We can't tell what the Lord is doing inside somebody. Sometimes if you look at them, it, you know, to be honest with you, some, sometimes when I'm preaching and look at you, I could get discouraged. <laughs> Because some of you look distracted and you look like you got worries and you got something else on your mind. And, and, but, but you know, I've realized that really doesn't mean anything because, because you wouldn't be here if you didn't want to be here, right? You wouldn't be in worship if your heart didn't, didn't hunger for the things of God and you weren't seeking first the kingdom of God. So no matter what expression somebody else has on their face, don't read too much into it. See, even Samuel looked at David and says, God, he cannot be the one. He cannot be the one. And God said, David, I don't look at the outward features. I look at the heart. I don't look like man does. God looks at the heart. And here Jesus told Mark chapter four, Jesus told a parable of the sower and he says, He says, sometimes we sow the gospel and it falls upon rocky soil and it does nothing happens. It seems like, and sometimes we, we share the gospel and it falls in soil and, and, and it springs up, but then there are roots. There are thorns that begin to strangle out the gospel. And those roots are the cares of this life. And the deceitfulness of riches and the desire for other things. But he says sometimes the gospel is shared and it falls on good soil. We had three or four people that, 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 that prayed the prayer with us. And I really couldn't tell. I could not tell from their expressions or anything else if they were just praying to get rid of me. 
or if, or if they were sincere. But you know what? That's, that's between them and God. I prayed with another young lady. She was probably about 20 years of age. And you don't go inside the house when you're knocking on doors. You stay out. You don't, you go two by two. You don't go inside. You just stand there. And, 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 and she stepped outside and she prayed that prayer and she got the biggest smile on her face. I could tell that heaven was filling her soul. And then when I were walking back to the car, I'm thinking, I got to get back to the office. I got an appointment. But we're walking back to the car, and here's this fella, and he's got his girlfriend with him. In fact, are you guys here? Is the, the, the girl was the president of a sorority at FSU. Are you here this morning? I don't guess she's here. Let me tell you what happened. They've got this pit bull on a chain. And, you know, and he's wearing army boots. And he's a big guy. He's a weightlifter. And, and, you know, just here he is walking down the road with his army boots and pit bull. And it's like, don't tread on me kind of, kind of look. And I'm thinking, oh, Lord, I don't know if we should talk to them or not. We went up and started talking to him. He immediately says, well, the only way to get to heaven is to serve Jesus Christ. I said, are you in right relationship with God right now? He said, well, he says, I could do some more praying. And she says, oh, no. I wouldn't go to heaven. Now you ask the question, if you died right this second, would you go to heaven or hell? She says, I would not go to heaven. And she began to cry. And the Holy Spirit began to, to move upon her. And we, we took them through the entire script. They both prayed. Now, by this time, the pit bull is jumping on me, okay? You know, you know so, so I'm reading through the script and the pit bull is going like this. And I'm thinking, Jesus? And my name? You'll cast out devils. You'll lay hands on the sick. If you drink any deadly thing, come on, you'll pick up serpents. I'm thinking, Lord, in your name, pit bulls aren't going to do anything in Jesus' name. So here's, here's the pit bull jumping up on me. We finished that prayer. And by this time, she's got huge tears running down her eyes. And she starts telling her about, telling us about her family who lived in Texas and about some problems and issues they had. And then, then she wanted to hug us. And then she says, can I tell my sorority sisters about this? Can I tell my, would you please? So we gave her a stack of gospel scripts to go share with her sorority. You know, some falls on stony soil and some falls upon soil that's got some thorns that are going to end up choking it out. But some is good soil and some brings forth 30. It brings forth 30 and 60 and a hundredfold return. Let's, let's watch this video of what happened with the FAMU band. Thank you. 
Hallelujah. That was Thursday, Thursday night of this week. Do you know that another soul went around, went out, and he was on the, this was a young white guy, was, was on the FAMU campus. He went into the Chick-fil-A and, and he said, he said the Holy Spirit spoke to him and says, just pray a prayer blessing for everybody because they're eating. And he says, hey, can I get everybody's attention? 30 something people in there. And he says, we're all eating and we need to pray before we eat. Would you bow your heads? And he said, everybody bow their heads. And he prayed a prayer blessing. Now he's a little scared on the inside. He's saying, Holy Spirit, what am I going to do next? And so he just went ahead and asked the question, have you ever heard that God loves you? He's got a plan for your life. If you died this second, would you go home to heaven or would you go to hell? And he shared the whole script with him. He said, everybody in the restaurant prayed the prayer and the manager, the manager came and took him by the arm and he's wondering, oh no, I'm in trouble now. And said, would you stay for the next shift of people that come in and do this all over again? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Folks, listen. I realize everybody that prayed the prayer hasn't yet made their way into church. But you got to start someplace. I realize that some people may pray with us just to, to kind of get us off their back. But you got to start someplace. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as a lion. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me. The purpose for the power is not to sit in the pew and say amen. The purpose of the power of the Holy Ghost is not just to have goosebumps running up and down your spine. The purpose of the power is not just to lay on the floor. The purpose of the power is to be a witness. And you say, but I'm afraid. You just got to trust God. Say, Lord, you know, you just like Joyce Meyer teaches, you got to do it afraid. Your knees, knees may be knocking. Your heart may be palpitating. But if you go forward, I'm telling you something. This gospel is powerful. Paul said in Romans 1 verse 16, I'm not a ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first and also to the Greek. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want everybody to stand. Come on. Everybody stand. I'm going to ask that nobody be leaving. Nobody talking right now. Just close your eyes. Bow your heads. Close your eyes in the stillness of this moment. In the stillness of this moment. I just want to talk to you with all my heart. Some of you have never given your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. You've never given your heart to Jesus. And I just ask you, what would happen if you died as you go out this building? What would happen? Would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? I'm going to tell you something. God loves you and he stands with arms wide open. If you'll surrender to him today, I'm asking, will you do that? Will you surrender to him? There's another group of people here. Maybe you used to be on fire for God, but something happened. Perhaps you you lost a loved one. Maybe you lost a husband. You lost a wife. Maybe you lost a son or a daughter. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you had a financial reversal. Maybe you went through a divorce. Maybe you were betrayed by a friend. But I want you to come back to God today. Today is a day of salvation. You know, Jesus said, I wish that you were hot or cold, but if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. And some of you that are lukewarm, you need to be coming back to the Savior today. 
And some of you love Jesus, but the devil's been lying to you. He's been telling you that you're not a child of God. Today you can know that you know that you know that you're saved, that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. If that's you, I just want you to raise your hand. Come on, raise your hand and leave it until I see it. Thank you. I see you're already here. Amen. One man's already here. One, two, three. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Come on. Come on. There's more of you. Come on. There's more of you. Just raise your hand. That's me, Pastor Terrell. That's me, Pastor Terrell. That's me. You're preaching to me. You're preaching to me. Let me just look over in this section. Anybody else? Maybe you haven't raised your hand yet. Come on. That's me, Pastor Terrell. I need Jesus. How about in this section? That's me, Terrell. That's me. If I, if I die tonight, I don't have the assurance that I'd go home to heaven. You can know. You can know. You can know. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Anybody in this section? I need the Lord Jesus. I need the Lord Jesus. Come on. Come on, anybody. How about in this section? I need Jesus Christ in my life. I want Jesus to be the Lord and the God of my life. Come on, anybody over here? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? How about over here? Anybody else? Okay, I'm going to count to three. Another count of three. I'm going to ask you just to come down here and join us. And we're going to say a prayer together. We're going to say a prayer together. And then we're going to give you some things that are going to bless you and help you. One, two, three. Come on, come. We pray right now that God uses this message to plant good eternal seeds deep into your soul. For more information, visit our website, evangelag.org. Evangel's all about making the name of Jesus famous and His church glorious. We love God, love people, and love life. And we're here for you, working to help draw people from impossible situations into a loving and friendly circle of hope where answers are found and acceptance is given. We invite you to join us for any of our services, Sunday mornings at 1030 and Wednesday evenings at 7. We're located at 2300 Old Bainbridge Road in Tallahassee. We have fantastic programs for kids and youth and small groups to make deeper connections. And we pray that God blesses you richly and abundantly as you continue to seek Him first in all of your life.